Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, today you and I are going to be talking about some of our pet peeves that we have yeah. with Disney. And I have a few. Not you really a few. with I think Disney. you have a list. They're not. That's a, di- that's a different show, man. That's pet peeves with Disney. That's a whole other topic. This at is pet Disney. Peeves at Disney. Because let me tell you, I have some with Disney pet peeves. But this is at Disney, I and I'm kind of a old curmudgeon, get off my lawn type of person. You are that kind of guy. So yeah, and literally my neighbors just got a lawn, and their sprinklers are getting like they hit my house. So that's I just, hilarious. I you can you imagine I'm mowing and then I get wet from the neighbor's sprinkler. Just imagine my uh, my grumpiness. This is your level. brand new house. Doug just moved, yeah. so <sighs> we might need a picture of that sometime. Uh, just grumpiness, all grumpy, extruding out of every orifice. So anyway, you I know what grumpy, else makes you grumpy? I know it makes you grumpy when you don't have any iTunes reviews to read. I really enjoy mispronouncing names. So there, there's no new written reviews. However, we did get a few more stars. stars. I like stars. We're so close to 150. Derek. We're at 145. So hopefully, maybe by the end of the month, 150. If there's five of yeah. you out there listening and you're like. I've never left a review. Just click that five star for us and help us get to 150. That'd be awesome. And Derek will sleep better at night. Yeah, absolutely. It's Halloween time. I get scary at night. He needs the more stars, the better. Absolutely. And we have no new Patreons this week, so that makes Derek happy as well. Sleep better. More Patreons. So if you're interested in that, go into our show notes and check out our Patreon page. But Doug, we also have a lot of news we need to kind of cover before... A lot of news in the last week or so, Derek. A lot of news. There's been some big news, some, uh, oh, how do we say, gondola-ish news, but we'll there, get to that in is. a second. Yeah, so what do you want to start with? Uh, let's start with food. You're a food guy. Yeah, so there's a new bar at the Grand Floridian. It's, I mean, there was a bar there before, but it's remodeled. It's now the Enchanted Rose Lounge. And it has food and drink at deluxe pricing. Not shocking. You can get a truffle something or other, or you could get caviar. Somewhere in between is where I probably fall. Um, but Beauty and Beast themed bar in the Grand Floridian. Derek, do you like this idea? Are you Still on board? Still doesn't make sense pictures? to me because you have 1900 right there. That's Cinderella. I feel like Grand Floridian's always kind of been Cinderella's type. I don't know. I just, I don't see Beauty and the Beast being there. It doesn't look French or anything. So I, for me, it's a swing and a miss, but really will the little ones, will my daughter appreciate it? Will my wife who loves Beauty and the Beast, it's still going to strike a chord with somebody. I don't know that your daughter is allowed in or supposed to be in there. That's a good point. Good point. 
Yeah, so they're not they're not going after that. It's got caviar, Derek. It's a whole different thing than you're even signing. Am up I for. ever going to be there, Doug? I might not even make it. To I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they're aiming at us. No, that's I true. I don't think they're looking for us. All right, moving on. There's some discounts. Discounts. That came out. Um, one is runs January first to April twenty fifth. It's a room discount for up to twenty five percent off. And if you get a six day park hopper, you get a thirty five or thirty dollar per person gift card. So say you have two people in your room, you get a sixty dollar Disney gift card. Uh, three people, that's a ninety dollar gift card. If if you see where the math is going, you can do it yourself. So that's the one offer. And that's if you have a six-day hopper. But the room discount is not tied to the six-day hopper. It's just like an in addition. Yeah, guess who got one of those? Yeah, you saved a few hundred bucks, right? Almost $400. And moved resorts. Yes, so we went from Boardwalk and now we're going to stay at Beach Club. So right across the way, still great for our 10-year anniversary trip. And thank you to Michelle McKnight for helping us out with that one, helping us save money. That's why you always use a travel agent. Did you save that money before you even knew there was a discount? Absolutely. She texted me at five in the morning. <laughs> you learn about the discount as it's already applied. That's awesome. That is how and, I learn things a lot of times. Either I, you or Michelle text me. I was not awake yet. I will say that. The other discount is a kids eat free. So it's kind of free dining, but just for kids um, from January 1st running through March 7th. And it's with a frozen welcome package where you get like, a bag and some books and some other uh michelle read it all to me and i literally wrote down in the show notes other crap um yeah that's what i put in there as i was halfway listening and then and you also get stroller rental for the length of stay that's a big one for me because we did talk last week about how they're mm-hmm. kind of changing up kingdom strollers so i really do see Disney trying to push their strollers a little more uh, and adding this discount, getting rid of those third-party people. They are after the stroller money. It's obvious now. Um, Last week, we weren't real sure if that was their motivation. This week, I think it's 100% obvious. I'm still going to say Kingdom Stroller. Yeah, you have to set up a time to meet them. But let's be honest, how difficult is that? And then you get the stroller at the resort. At the resort, from the park entrance to the buses, which is not the shortest walk sometime. We are always the last bus, like the bus stop way at the end. So there's still value for the Kingdom Stroller type products to be able to take it in and out of the park and have it at the resort. So, yeah, you have to set up that time to meet them. But I think it's still valuable. Th- same thing with the electric scooters. I mean, if you rent it in the park, you can't take it out of the park onto the bus and from the bus to your room which it's some of the moderates and the values and some of the deluxes even it's a pretty good hike of a hike yeah no i see a lot of value out of it still so yeah with that when they tack that stroller thing on there on their discount it's like we see what you're doing disney yeah and then they came out with one preferred provider that can still drop off and pick up and it's got to be like somebody's second cousin or somebody that owns it and because they're cutting like 25% never, back to Disney or something yeah, like that. Or they're, they're, they're in a scheme where they're never going to make money. And Michelle said they're already overwhelmed. They're out of strollers. They can't take more reservations. They're not set up to give commission to the agents. So yeah, 
Skull Kingdom Green. Strollers. Yeah, so let's just stick with them. Those guys are awesome. They've been on the show before, so. Yeah. Okay. And moving on moving to some some more news. A temporary Epcot Forever show debuted. Illuminations ended. Did you shed a tear? I I did not. I didn't, but I did enjoy it. I mean, it, it ran its course from 1999, but it, it still was good. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. I'm. It's over. It's done. It's in the past. Anywho. It wasn't forever. It wasn't. No, so now we have a temporary show with the most ironic name of forever, Epcot Forever. So they were playing off the nostalgia. They re-recorded a bunch of old music. I didn't watch it yet on YouTube. I didn't read much into it. Um because I'm going to see it in a couple weeks, and I kind of want to have my own opinion. I know there was a lot of – Twitter loves to hate, for those that are on Twitter. It loves to hate things, and, like, everything's not going to be perfect for you. So I'll go see it. I'll let you know what I think. But I'm just thrilled Disney has something at night in Epcot rather than – they could just not have anything for a year. That's the Disney way. We're talking about Disney pet peeves. Like with the company, that would have been that my pet peeve. Be. You're right. It's like they just, oh, we're done. Like a nighttime parade at the Magic Kingdom. Psh, who needs that? That's what they could have done for a year while they're. Good point. Good. Yeah. I like that. Yep. So I'm probably going to be pretty happy with anything because it's better than nothing. Derek, what do you think? I saw little bits of it on Twitter. The uh, kites, I think, look really cool with the sparks coming off of them. Uh, a lot of great music. I did hear some of the music. They brought back some classics. And, of course, they got the uh, Figment music in there. But I, I'm kind of like you. I'm trying to stay out of it as much as possible until I go in January. Well, you're going to get my full review in a couple weeks. So. Probably. Well, then I'll live vicariously through you. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you take everything I say with a grain of salt anyway. And so you'll get your own opinion. I've learned. Yes. And I'll, yeah, just, you, I'll tune it out like I do. I you know half the things Doug yeah. says anyway. You just, you just delete it all in post. So, yeah. No, you don't. Well, I or wasn't you? listening anymore. Oh. Oh, 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 thought we were moving on to the next thing. You got me. That's a, you got me. That's a this is the, what you really want to yes, talk about. Yes, I wanted and, to start the show with this. And we haven't discussed this yet. So I don't know what you're thinking on this and what I'm thinking, it, whether we're on the same page or not. But the Skyliner opened and it is now closed. Six days? Something like that? So, yeah, there was a mishap. I wouldn't call it an accident. So one was leaving the... Uh, the station at the Riviera, correct? Yep. And it just didn't reattach to the, the higher cable because the way it goes, it comes into the station, it slows down. It detaches from the fast cable, gets on the slower thing, moves it around while you load, and then it reattaches and then zips back out. Now, when I say attach and detach, that means it's not like going to fall. It's not holding on to the cable that's moving faster to move it, just for those that think not attached means laying on the ground. So it like started out and then didn't really go and then it kind of backed it up. There's a little traffic jam, so to speak. So Is that not, the way you you saw it? I mean, that's very similar. I, I did yeah. feel like the two hit each other. Yeah, they ran into each yeah, other. Okay, because okay. the one didn't get going and the next one did. Okay, okay. so, it so there it. was a crash. But then, it, as soon as it hits it, it, it has a safety mechanism that it lets go of that cable so it doesn't just pull too along the whole route. 
And it's not so, something that they could turn off and on real quick or get one no. out of commission. This thing was down for over three hours. There were people yeah. stuck on it for three hours. I talked to my wife. I'm like, could you imagine having three little ones stuck over the water for three hours? We, let's just say Disney's lucky that it wasn't the middle of July in the afternoon, in the afternoon. with the heat. Yeah. And so they weren't the it was just the one line that was stopped. So the people like the over the water going into pop century that was moving. So those people weren't stuck, but they have this like little vehicle that comes out with like a scissor lift and a platform to get people out. Now why it took three hours. I mean, it took them like, it seemed like it took them over an hour to start evacuating people. Like they thought it was going to just get going get going again. Yep. But they have like a little uh, kit under the seat with like a, a pee kit. Uh, yeah, you can pee in it. You get some water in a bag. Yep. And uh, glow sticks. Some other things. That would keep my kids entertained uh, for nine uh, yeah. seconds. Right. Um, I don't know that that's what they're worried about there. I did uh, hear like I guess that emergency message kept playing over and over and driving people to insanity. Oh, that, would, that would be insane. Yeah. But they got pretty well compensated. They got park hopper tickets. They got. Um, a hundred dollar gift card per person. So like your family of five's in it. there for three hours. I'd sit in there for three hours. You Derek. Would. Yes, you're an introvert. I'm. I, I could imagine. Like, a I, I heard a from nap. a couple people on Twitter were saying they could feel it swaying and. Yeah, uh, I'd probably puke. I, I yeah, I I don't know. Three hours in a swaying contraption with my kids, not knowing that was the other thing. They weren't ever clear with, hey, we're going to be evacuating. Be patient. You know that first hour, just nothing. So. Um, I don't yeah. know. I couldn't do it. Well, let me ask you this, Doug. When it comes online again, are you riding it? Yep. Okay. You. I probably will, especially if it's you and me. But I will be hesitant with uh, if it's all five of us. See, I'll have zero problems getting in there with all five of us. But my kids are older. Yep. And um, I will have a fully charged phone and a backup phone for sure. Sure, you will. Yeah, you're always prepared. You probably will run out of socks halfway through the journey too. No, I'll run out of socks. I'll somehow forget a sock on there somehow. On the on the Skyliner, yeah. But yeah, I, it's it's down. It's done. So they're gonna. They, they I, haven't announced when they're gonna reopen or if they will. One one rumor I heard is December, um, but knowing Disney, it could open tomorrow. Which, if you're listening to this, is two days ago. So who knows? Yeah, I think I do think they're going to wait a little bit on this one because it did get some negative press and they they cannot afford to have another accident like this happen in the near future or else you're going to start hurting this attraction and quite a bit. It's crazy considering how many gondolas I've gone on in mountains. Yep. And yeah, you, you know, they have to have similar problems on those, but you just don't hear about them because it's not the most popular vacation destination in the world. One gondola in Wyoming, they, you know, there's like 15 people around. There's more animals than people looking at it. So, yeah, the stakes aren't as high. We'll see. Uh, we'll keep you updated on what we hear about it. But, yeah, um, I was kind of shocked to see that happen so early, six days yeah. in. You know, you, yeah. maybe, you maybe let some weather. I'm kids. We haven't even got through snowstorm or not snowstorm, just uh, seasonal well, yeah, storms the and blizzard comes. I, oh, they're in trouble. I meant um, seasonal storms, but uh -huh. yeah, you know it's supposed to snow here 
when this show's released? Just just be know. quiet. Just, okay. I have so many soccer games to coach yet this season. It's not even funny. I don't know when they're all going to happen, but the stupid rain keeps coming on the wrong days. Don't tell me about snow. And so we have a room booked at Pop Century more or less because of the Skyliner. One of my little pet peeves about this is if they don't have it open in time, I'm going to feel like an entitled American. I need some sort of compensation. I would not have stayed at Pop Century with my children in two rooms to to stay there if it wasn't for the Skyliner. That would not have happened. We would have been at a moderate where we all could have fit. But alas, we're at Pop Century. So I think that's a pet peeve segue, Derek. It is. Do you want to say that we have a couple other quick news things to get oh, over? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we have do. A couple I'm of sorry. Shows being canceled. Ugh. Muppets, Magic Muppets. Kingdom, uh, Great Moments in History is no more. Yeah. But mostly American parts. The American parts, yes. Yeah. Just uh, I am American sad parts. about that one. That's an awesome show. The problem with that show was it they have actual puppeteers yep. who are a unionized yep. artist thing. So that costs money, and it was a show that people just kind of like, oh, what's happening? And they stop. If you're going to spend that much money on a show over and over all day, you probably need it to be like, hey, circle on the Times Guide. We're going to get to this show at this time. It needs to be a a day planning type thing, not a, oh, look what's happening. That's Fozzie. Oh, I love Fozzie. Watch that for five minutes before we head on over to Adventureland. Yep. The, the problem is paying the puppeteers and uh, other. So no puppeteers at Hollywood Studios anymore. No puppeteers at Magic Kingdom. It's a uh, lost art, Doug. Yep. And they've been gone at Disneyland even longer yep. because they they went on strike. And Disney was kind of like, okay, okay, well, Bye. look at this. Nobody, like, the problem with the strike was it was Disney Junior characters. And, like, those parents are, like, new every two years. So you don't have the people like, oh, but it was great last time because the, they're not there last time. It's like fresh crop over and over unless you're crazy and you have three kids and you see it three different times. And uh, well, yeah, I've seen it more than that, but OK. Oh, I'm so glad to be done with Disney Junior, Derek. Hey, we got the dance party now. It's still actually pretty cool. We talked about that. But anyway, uh, another show being canceled. The Yeah. And then. This is the time of year where they usually cancel some live music. Like a few years back, it was Off Kilter that got canceled out of uh, Canada Pavilion. And I mean, the list of fall cancellations of live acts is long. Every year, somebody gets it. And the band that performs in Africa and um, Animal Kingdom got the axe. I can't pronounce the name of it, Derek. And since I'm the one that mispronounces stuff all the time from iTunes Review, I'll just do it. I'll fall on the sword. Baruka? Is that I I know it's wrong. It's wrong. Everybody's but... yelling as they're driving down the street or running on the treadmill. They're just yelling some random African-sounding band name right now. Everybody else is looking at you like you're crazy, by the way. But yes, they they are gone. They've been there for a long time. Well, I, I actually I really enjoy it because my kids. We have so many pictures of them dancing uh, out there with them, and I always enjoy it as you're coming back from. Uh, doing the safari. We always take at least five minutes, ten minutes, and enjoy. Michelle doesn't allow us to slow down and enjoy, so I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Well, when you have really littles, they enjoy it well. I know. Uh, some of the big we did when our okay. kids were little. You had to – there's a bathroom right there. Yep. So when you have little kids, you know where all the bathrooms are. You can't pass a bathroom without using one. So that's so sad. I'm going to miss There's them. a pet peeve. 
pass in a bathroom. That's true. I, yeah, is I that a good transition a now? I can make a whole list of bathroom pet peeves, but that's a different show entirely. People who don't wash their hands, bathroom pet peeve? Number one. And the best thing is when Alden was like five, he would just call people out. He oh, would like, like he's waiting on me to go. He'd just sit there. You didn't wash your hands. Like, okay, that guy's really big. Let's be quiet, Alden. Let's. But usually they just looked at him like and went out of the bathroom like half embarrassed and half mad. But they should be 100% embarrassed. Okay. That's a different show. That is a great show. That might be an after show sometime, but sometime. Let's discuss some our at Disney Parks pet peeves. And some of them you might know, you might agree with, some of you might know and be like, hey, that's a good tip. But we also want to know yours as well. Doug and I are gonna do nine of them. I think we're gonna go yeah. back and forth. And Number nine has kind of got two subcategories. It's the biggest one. It is it's the, the big one. That- one. My blood boils. It just does. absolutely So hold on, boils. folks. We will get to number nine before Doug's blood I, pressure goes to through the I roof. Did. If you hear a thud, that's because Doug has went down on the show and will yeah. call Heart. emergency services. At least you're paying attention. I, yeah, number nine. That's, I think, when on our first trip together, you're like, oh, your inner Doug is coming out or something. Yes, that it is true. That, that is when yeah. my inner Doug comes out. But let's start with number one. This one, we went back and forth. So, Doug, what is your first at Disney pet peeve? Um, stopping in the middle of the road, the way, the entrance, the door, just stopping in general. Pull over to the side and then stop. It's not difficult. What if you're following someone who has a phone on a gimbal trying to give video for a podcast? You grab them like the back of their their shirt and kind of pull them off to the side. Okay. Okay. Asking for a friend. Yeah. And so like the other thing, they stop in the middle and then they open the map. Like it's the first time they've ever looked at a map of the Magic Kingdom. Like you just dropped how much money to get in here and you're just now like, well, we'll see what they got. Like if you're not entering with a mental map in your mind, you have failed. There's no stopping. No you stopping. Just go. just go, go, go. You'll just, figure it out when you get there. The and I love the people when it's raining, like they're running in or out of a building to get out of the rain, and they just literally stop, stop in the at door. the edge. Yes, like, no, I've, like they're oh, the only yep. person with that idea that might be coming into a shop. Thanks a lot, folks, for leaving me out in the rain. I think they all make my blood boil, Derek. I think they do. We'll see if we can get to number nine. Oh, we'll get there. Oh, we'll get there. Okay. All right, Derek. I know this one drove you nuts on your last trip. It did. It's vaping. I'm, I, you know, I, I understand that there are people who smoke and vape, uh, but you can't do it in the Disney parks, and especially you can't do it while waiting in line. You can't do it waiting for fireworks. And it just was driving me insane. I started texting you every time yep. uh, I saw it. Um, and it's just, I'm sure there's people who listen to the show that vape or smoke. Uh, and that's, you know, that's fine for you. But it can't be done in the parks. It's something I don't want my kids. I know your kids have asthma allergies. Yeah. And it's just like all of a sudden you just see a big puff of, you know, smoke. And it smells well, like it's Cinnabon. Just, but, it's uh, just water vapor, Derek. It's just water vapor. No. No, it's not. It's a lot of formaldehyde, glycerin, asthmatic triggers. That's what the cloud is. Yeah, I just, I'm not a big fan, and it just shocked me. Honest to goodness, I was shocked at how much of it I saw this last trip. It was, I just, I couldn't even, it was like every five minutes I was texting you like, oh my gosh, more vaping. So on my short little trip, um, I didn't encounter it as much at Walt Disney World, but maybe that's because my previous trip was to Europe 
where they have signs that say no smoking, but it's almost like, why did you bother putting the sign up? Because they just don't even care. There's, there's a, there is not a rat's rear end given about that. So maybe I just didn't notice it because I've gotten, I don't know, Europeanized. Amazingly, though, where Europe wants to enforce no smoking, they do a heck of a job because in the subway systems, never once encountered vaping or smoking. And so they can if they can enforce it in a subway in Paris, you, you can make it through a day in the park, you know. Yeah. Okay. Anywho. There we anywho. Go. Pet peeve. The next one's one of mine as well, Doug. Okay. Yeah, they're just kind of you random. Put in random order. order. I sent I just... Doug some of mine. He sent me some of hers. Okay, here we go. Uh, I'm five foot four, so people are wondering. When I put my kids on my shoulders, they're like five foot six. I actually cannot stand uh, when people are doing fireworks or the nighttime spectaculars, and they might be seven foot tall, and they put their tall kid on their shoulders, and mm-hmm. now no one behind them can see. Yep. So on shoulders drives me insane. You can hold your kids. Great. Yep. I, I hold them on up in my arm on my hip. Um, but when you put them all the way up on top, and especially if nope. you're already tall, you are blocking for so many people behind, especially because uh, happily ever after is not fireworks anymore. So you're not looking straight up. You're looking at the castle. You could do a lot of damage blocking a lot of people yep. uh, eyesight. So it does drive me nuts. Yeah, and nine times out of ten, the kid doesn't care anyway. I'm just going to be honest. If a kid is young enough and light enough and small enough to sit on your shoulders that long, their attention span probably isn't good enough to watch all of Happily Ever After. I have seen parents, like, force kids to stay up on shoulders. There's nothing more frustrating than being behind that. We were behind a kid at Disneyland one time that was, like, screaming, let me down, and the parents yelling out, no, you need to watch. And it's like... Just go home, please. All of you, just leave. Now, I have walked in the park plenty of times with kids on the shoulders, so I'm okay with that. If you're getting from point A to point B, you throw them up on your shoulders. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the other thing is while you're standing there waiting, people are like, oh, look at our, we have this angle to see. And then it starts, and then you throw them up on your shoulders. Yep. Oh, that's even worse. Now, if you want to stand there with them on your shoulders for the 45 minutes before, so I know you're going to do that. I would find somewhere else to stand. I like it, Doug. Put a sign up. Let me know. I'm the guy that's going to put my kid that doesn't care on my shoulders. You need to wear that on your back so I know not to stand behind you or turn around and have a common decency to say, hey, we're going to do this so that I can leave and find better people to stand behind. Doug's blood is boiling right now. I like it. I don't have a cardiologist appointment tomorrow, so we're okay. Just take your medication. I'm sure you'll be okay. So... Uh, next one, Doug, is on you. All right. So, um, this one is man spreading or, uh, just spacing out, taking more than necessary on monorails, boats, buses, attractions. You know, the person that sits down, like throws their arms out and like, it's not an overly crowded bus, but like everybody should be able to sit down, but yet you're occupying like four seats. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Don't. And, like, the monorail, too. I mean, I've gone in before where someone's like, oh, you can lay, like, they have their kid lay down. And we all stand there and look at this kid lay down, taking up the whole monorail. I'm like, no. That's when I sit on the kid who's laying down. 
right now I have a 12 year old son. So that's when my 12 year old would like, I just give him a look. He'd go over and fart on the kid. Cause Ooh, that's what there you go. boys that's do. They, they do do that. Uh, it's a special weapon that he has. It's really obnoxious. So I don't, don't do that. Especially when space is limited, like the attractions, if it's going to be full and they're saying move all the way across, move all the way across. Now, that's if a it's, big one. If it's not going to be all the way full, don't be that guy who's like, hey, they said move all the way across when you stop two thirds of the way across. Now, don't stop right in the center. Everyone the stops in the center. Oh, I got so don't, mad at that one. Uh, at least go Ariel, a little, across little mermaid. The and it just, yeah. And then everybody climbs over you and they get grumpy as they climb over it. Yeah, they when it's not going to be full, the cast members need to have the wherewithal to say, like, go two-thirds down, please. Yes, that I was, agree like, with that. We went to um, uh, Hall of Presidents. How many people would you say were in Hall of Presidents with us on our last trip, Derek? Like 30? 17. Yeah, somewhere in that range. 30 to 17. Gigantic theater. I don't know how many seats, but more than 17. And they were telling us to go all the way down. I think everybody could have had their own row. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It, they're still saying all the way down. Like that's a little bit on the cast members, but don't stop right in the center. If people are behind you, but don't be that guy that yells at someone to go all the way to the end. If it's like obvious, you don't need to, but yeah, at Christmas, Thanksgiving, get your butt to the end. If you're the first one in, and if you don't want to be at the end, be smarter about how you go in. Don't Ooh, run through the door. Doug did it. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. Next one's on you, Doug. It's mine as well. All right. So if you're not going to use a fast pass, cancel it. Right. Yep. Don't just let it expire because someone might be looking for that slinky dog that you just have a hold of for 10 people in your account. That's right? true. You're right. Yeah. Cancel it. There's, there's not going to hurt you at all to cancel it and maybe book something you might do. But um, by not canceling it, you're just taking away from what other people have the opportunity to do. Um, you might think it doesn't hurt anybody, but it's not it, you helping never anybody. No, it's not helping. Now, if you're already in the window and you're not going to get there because of circumstances, that's that, that's one thing. But if it's like 9 a.m. and you're like, yeah, we're not going to use that 4 p.m. mine train, like I, we'll I don't know why, cancel it. Okay. Well, I, I mean, some people have different priorities in life, Derek. That's true. Um, and, and I guess um, ADRs for restaurants could go like that. You get a ten, you get dinged ten dollars a person if yep. you don't show for a reservation. But like, you, I mean, why pay that? And why not let somebody else have the chance to pick up that reservation day of? Oh man, that's my pet peeve. Not getting if I if I book a 10 a.m. ADR, I want to be sitting down at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's just been a pet peeve. The last few trips, it's been like 10 a.m. ADR. Eh, we check in at like 9:45. They get us in at like 10:45. What 10:45? I'm not that, that sarcastic, oh, but still a little bit. Okay, a little bit late. Yeah, where where were you at these last? few that you're not getting to Winnie see the, the Pooh had one. Yeah, okay. That's a bad one. Uh, I'll have to put me on Mickey's. the spot. Chef Mickey's has done it's that always before. Slow. Um, there's some that are great about like, you're there, they'll get you seated. Yeah. And then there's others where it's like, they operate on island time or something. Ohana uh, can be a challenge sometimes. Yeah. I don't think they have a clock there. No. But well, no. Why would they? They don't. It's island time. That's they'll true. straight up say it. That one, at least it's theming. But, you know. All right. All right. Next one. All right. This is a, a big one of mine. 
recently um and i am guilty of this sometimes depending on who i'm with and then i realize it and i feel horrible that i did it it's talking through the attraction right no one likes a talker i've seen some of these hundreds of times right like um spaceship earth for example i can recite it does that mean i should recite it no 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 because the people ahead of me behind me they don't want to hear doug say it they want to hear judy dench dame at least judy dame dame my my apologies judy but i mean maybe they want to hear me but i doubt it so when is an acceptable time for in the haunted mansion for you to do the narration with the person in the stretching chamber when, when would I say it's actually appropriate, Eric? I would say never, but is there an appropriate time? If you're in there with 50 of your friends. Oh, there you go. It's only like, you know, everybody in there. Say we have a rope drop radio meetup and we all go to the Haunted Mansion. We could all we say it together. Nar- narrate. Uh, we would like Doug narrate. I like it. Uh, yeah. That's the only time. What about the Jungle Cruise? I was on uh, this last trip and someone in the front of the boat was just knocking out the jokes, and the skipper was actually getting mad at them. Yeah, that's obnoxious. I would yep. slap that person. Um, now, on our last Jungle Cruise, during my trip report, I mentioned that we had the worst skipper I've ever had, which is saying something. Um, there was a point halfway through where I started telling Michelle my own jokes. We were in the back of the boat. It was half full, and so that was – I I did not feel bad. Okay. But Jungle Cruise, once again, you have a whole boat full of your friends. Go for it. Ham it up. Do something. But you have to have 100% of the audience. Otherwise, you got to remember, it's most likely always somebody's first time. Even Small World, there's you don't need to sing. You shouldn't sing. But also, don't just have a conversation or talk on your cell phone or text the whole time and talk to your friend because somebody else is experiencing it for the first time, most likely. Almost every ride you go on, someone around you, first time ever, don't ruin that experience for first time ever. No talking on rides. All right. Ah, Okay. Soapbox. I'm getting off for at least one. All right, well, the next one is on me, and it is flash photography at rides and shows. Drives me insane, Doug. I was at a Fantasmic this last trip, and the guy in front of me was just click. And he had, a, he had like one of those shoot pics cameras, and it would just take a picture, flash on, and because it's dark, he's not getting anything. So, ah, he Wait, pushed you mean... His flash wasn't helping get a picture of Sorcerer Mickey 100 feet away? No, it wasn't. (gasps) And I think he took at least a dozen pictures. I almost chucked it. I I was getting really mad and kept my inner Doug at bay. Yeah, uh, that's hard. Like that. And then uh, we were at Happily Ever After. Same thing. Someone right behind me is trying to take pictures. I'm like, okay, of the castle with the flash on. I'm like, no, that's not going to work. Photography 101. Turn the flash off. I don't know why anybody even has a flash anymore. Come uh, on. We got a couple on uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, we oh. had a couple foreigners when I was just me and Callum on there. Uh, it was cracking me up. And I'm just like, I don't Just leave it. Use you know your what memory. A, That's You know what attraction's really bad for if somebody is taking pictures? Haunted Mansion? 
Oh, that one's awful. But I think Peter Pan is worse because those effects are also dependent on the black lights. That's true. That's true. That you throw the flash on there and you're like, oh, it just looks like a dirty, dusty, poorly painted place. It's not. It's just painted for the black light. So it looks really bad when there's when there's no black light shining because your flash is shining. Also, walking into Star Wars land, it was just like flashes everywhere. <laughs> and it was, what, 4 or 6 a.m., whatever it was. It was still dark. You're not getting just to anything. wake you up. It was yeah, not. It was... I mean, in fact, it kind of made me feel like the paparazzi, so I was okay with it. And I was giggling anyway. But still, what kind of picture are you going to get at dark? Not one you're ever you looking can at. look at, yeah. Uh, along those same lines, the uh, videoing with the iPads. And especially when somebody has, like, the iPad case that flaps open. So you have that, like, hanging down. So it's, like, double iPad, and they're yep. holding it above their head. That's right up there with putting a kid on your head by That's that time. That's true. Why don't yeah. you just bring your iMac along and hold that up? I mean, that solve all your problems there. That, that oh, would my gosh. be heavy, Derek. It would be. It would be heavy. Yeah. All right. I think I have... One more. We have the before, big one. The blood before boiler. Before we get to the big one. I oh, got no, one you have one more. That. Okay, yeah. go on. Oh, yeah. Um, Saving spaces at counter service locations. So, like, you're supposed to all get in line and order and then go find a table. That's the official rule. And I know this really angers people um, when I send my daughters to go get us a table. Um, as a family of five, there's not many places we fit. So sometimes we have to stock a certain table, and then they get it and snag it. So I am guilty of this, and I know this angers lots of people. I am sorry, but you know what angers me more? When there's a party of two sitting at a table that seats six. Yep, I agree so, with that. So if they can get mad at my kids for saving seats, I can get mad at the two uh, 20-year-olds sitting at a big table all by themselves. So I don't know where I really fall on this, but I thought I'd put it in there because I know a lot of people don't like it. But also, do you, when my kids were real little, do you, like I don't yours for example, Derek. I really don't want Declan in line behind me at Pizza Rizzo's. No, I'm be honest. No, no, I have him sit and wait, and he'll be good. Yeah. So I, as long as you're not saving tables for like ever or. Saving tables not to eat the food sold in the establishment. Like, take your ham sandwiches outside. Like, don't take... Especially busy times of year. They will actually enforce the rule then sometimes. But, yeah. If I can't find a place to sit after I just paid... Uh, for the record, Pizza for Rizzo's, you're going to find plenty of places to sit. I know. They I don't just enforce like, it there. I just, like... Using Pizza Rizzo's is my ultimate example because it is the finest dining by a rat on property. There you go. And That's only best, open seasonal. Second best themed counter service restaurant on property as well um, because that ballroom area is awesome. If you don't go eat in the ballroom, are you even eating? That's true. I love being no, upstairs. No one else is up there. It's great. Every now and then there's like one other family in there and then like, you know, kids are out there dancing on the dance floor because it is a wedding reception going on. All day long. All day long. And no one's going to be curious what the best-themed counter-service restaurant is. So we're I'm now curious. From that. Not going to say it. Okay. Yeah, we'll save that for another day. Now That's I'm, just now I'm mean of me. Well, let's get to the blood-boiling one before I think about okay. that too much. All right. You can say it, Derek. You can say it. 
Oh, Douglas, I don't know how many times we've this, seen it. It this is This is the worst at rope drop too. It is. It is line cutting, line jumping, saving places in line for your family of 19, all of the above. It is the worst thing. Drives me insane. Ah, uh, rope yeah. drop is the worst. You're right. Yeah. I see it so much at Pandora right now. Oh, Avatar's Slinky worse. Dog. Slinky Dog is is drives me out of my mind because you'll have the sprinters and then because there's no like railing they can just kind of cut under uh when they get up there it's just yeah that one's bad they're, they're all there's a lot let me just say this enter the line with your entire party all right don't have the one person get ahead of everybody else and then the other five catch up to them that is crap straight up yep. like you're you're Agreed. a dirt bag you're being a dirt bag now, when that is it acceptable? Harsh, though, Doug, but okay. I don't care. I I am tired of it. And uh, like, well, and then the story is from China. It's even worse, right? Yeah. 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 So, when is it acceptable to save a place in line? There's when, a couple. There examples. is when your kid has got to go to the bathroom. So right? there has been times where I've held like Callum or Declan, and I've actually walked through. I'm like, I'm so sorry, we had to get out of line because my kid had to pee. I assure you, my family's up there. That happens on Midway Mania quite a bit for some reason for us. But anyway, maybe it's that just trickling of water that you hear as you enter. I guess, but yeah, that, no that's happened a couple there. times. Um, and so that one I understand. Another parent does it. They're holding a kid, obviously. Probably yes. Give mm-hmm. them grace. I'm fine with that. That's it. Now, right at rope drop. That, uh, no, you you should have, yeah, yeah. There's lots of options to go to the bathroom before the mass moves. Um, But, like, Michelle and Alex had this one person, like, get mad that, like, Michelle and Alex were at the front the whole time. And then somebody thought they cut in front of them. It's like, no. Alden took an elbow to the lip on his birthday trip from adults that weaseled their way past us on our way to Flight of Passage. And then... When we get to Flight of Passage, the same weaselly adults we were way ahead of once it started moving. It was when we were stopped. They weaseled past us to get up to the one guy. Three other, I mean, people in their 50s, right? Yep. And then we start moving again. Just the one guy stays in front of us. Same three adults weasel their way past. And I find and that's when they bumped Alden in the lip. He had like a big knot on his lip. I said something. They didn't give a crap. Oh, You didn't elbow back, Doug? Um, you got to fight. Maybe later when we started moving. Oh, there was there was an exchange. Yeah, it's just like be respectful of people's space. Just because you can get physically past somebody doesn't mean you, you should. should. Um, yeah, enter with your whole group. It's that simple. Is there any other times it's slightly acceptable? I don't even think parking your stroller is an acceptable reason because when I had to park a stroller, especially this was in the heyday of Midway Mania rope drop, you had to park your strollers over here and then go over. Michelle and the kids would wait right at the entrance. They get right to it, step to the side. And then when I would get to them, we jump in with the mob going in. Right. Yep. That's the appropriate way to do it. And you know what? It took us like three more minutes. People, it's not going to ruin your day to be respectful of everybody else. Um, yeah. And like if you're the person ahead in line, stop, let people go past you, wait for your party, not the other way around. They sh- you shouldn't go up to the person. They should wait to come back to the party. Yep. 
that's happened to us. That's simple. You know what's really nice is we've had that happen before with the stroller thing. And there will be a few people that will be like, hey, no, you cut ahead. That's, you know, if you're letting me it's, go up, you, oh, yeah. there's your wife with three kids. You cut ahead. I actually made the joke to one couple. I think I'm fine right there. She has the three kids. Yeah. So, um, but they still made me go. Yeah. Up. There's, there's times where if you're, if you're polite to start with, it's amazing what can happen. Yep. Yeah. People are inherently good. If I had people cut at good space mountain and it's still like there, it's almost like they wanted to be professional line cutters. It's like, Oh, excuse me. Nope. We're up. Excuse me. Excuse, uh, and they just got on the ride and I'm like, wait a minute. They didn't know anyone up there. Jerks. Just jerks. Yep. I mean, cosmic uh, balancing will get them somehow. I'm sure they will. They probably lost something on the ride. I I thought I had another example of when it's acceptable, but the more I think about it, the less. And it's never acceptable at the Starbucks. No. Nope. No, Joe will hurt you. One time I got cut in line at the drive-in Starbucks. How does that even happen, Derek? I there's like the a guy, dude on a bike. Like no, no <laughs> car behind me was like really needing that coffee and went around and squeezed himself in. I wasn't even mad. I was impressed. I was like, wow, the okay, go ahead. You have audacity and balls. I was like that. Too big a gap there. Too big I, a gap. I, was, I guess I had too big of a gap, and they just went for it. So that happened to me one time. Wow. Yeah. So no line jumping, people. No line jumping. That one really makes Doug's blood boil. Now, when is it not line jumping? Let's just clarify a few things. Like the queue for Haunted Mansion, as it merges, is really wide. And like everybody's stacked up on one side and it's empty on another. Fill in the space. If you know where the door opens at Haunted Mansion and you strategically put yourself there and you end up skipping a bunch of people, that's being smart. That's it. That, like, that's not line jumping. If you Another are a rock and roller coaster, if everyone's going up to the window to watch, you know, the, the show and you just yep. kind of go around and be in the back, that's not line jumping. That, like the pre-show's not line jumping. That's just not wanting to watch the pre-show moving towards the other end. The other time is at rope drop. There's going to be two, a line in front of each set of tap styles. So like a lot of people stand where the tap styles kind of angle together. That's supposed to be two lines. If I walk past a whole line of 10 people to go to the front to my own tap styles, I'm not cutting. I've done I'm it. I've done it multiple times. Line. Yes. There's supposed to be two. Like just don't be stupid. And like sometimes there's like all these lines at like two tap styles. And you're like, why is there no line over here? And I'm like, I'm going to go start my own line. And all the people waiting look at you like you just cut. No, I'm just starting the line. You guys weren't. Smart you know where I do that? I've done that multiple times at Hollywood Studios. That's awful there. It's like Hollywood Studios. They only do one line. I'm like, are, are you guys okay? Like, like what's They're wrong with these? They're all going to open up. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, you know, and if you do that, sometimes we hedge our bet. My wife will stay in the long line and I'll go start the new line. And then when the cast member wanders past, I'll be like, this is going to open. Right. And they look at me like, that's a stupid question. Of course it's going to open. And then like you know, a little wave and the whole family comes up and then half that line follows. Uh, so. other pet peeve, people who don't know what finger they used before. Quick pet peeve right there. Oh, she said that's an honorable mention. I've almost cut off my son's finger before because I'm like, no, it's his finger. And yeah. Yeah, use the we right. We can keep going with these pet peeves really now that, we, could, now that but... the uh, the ball started turning. Oh. But I think that's it. That's roughly yeah, 10 the... 
pet yeah. peeves, the bigger one. But what did we miss? We want to know what are your pet peeves. So that's going to be our social media question on Facebook and Twitter this week. So let us know uh, if you agree with ours, maybe you disagree, or you have one that we are missing completely that really makes your blood boil. And if there's something that brings out your inner Doug, we want to know mm-hmm. that most yeah, of all. Definitely. And if you've never seen the inner Doug, then you need to go on a trip with us sometime. Yeah, we'll we'll get that planned. We'll let you know when. And you can watch me get so grumpy when somebody cuts in front of me at Midway Mania. It's great. I almost want to just film that grumpy inner Doug coming out. It's wonderful. No, no, it can't be. It can't be wonderful. No, it, I enjoy it for my own amusement, but uh, other people might not anyway. That is all the time that we have for our Pet Peeves show and all the Disney news. And also let us know what you think about the Skyliner. Will you be riding it? That's kind of the... Uh, yeah. Been seeing that poll kind of come out quite a bit uh, this week. So very curious with that. Hopefully it comes back soon with no more accidents. But if you'd like to book a trip to Walt Disney World or Disneyland or Disney Cruise or any other vacation destination, <laughs> the snow is coming this week. Uh-huh. Though Doug is trying no. not to uh, talk about it. But nope. this is the perfect time with all the discounts coming out to book a vacation. Of course, you need to contact Michelle McKnight. Her email is in the show notes and she can book a fabulous vacation and sometimes help you save some money along the way. Yeah, she did that for you, Derek. I I know, and I'm really excited about that. Enough to buy a lot of Mickey pretzels. Oh, $400, carry the two, about nine. Got it. That's about how much (laughs) they're going up in price. I'll eat every one of them, though, and enjoy it. So awesome. Thank you guys so much for listening to Rope Drop Radio. We are going to record the after show. If you want to check that out, you'll have to be one of our Patreon members. So see that in the show notes and help us get to 150 reviews. Take a second, click that five star, leave a review. Doug will read it and be sure to follow us on all of our social medias at Rope Drop Radio. But that is it. That is it for our pet peeves. And my pet peeve is when this show goes over an hour. So we are going to cut it off now. So for Doug McKnight, I'm Derek Sassman. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.